Welcome to the 40 Under 40 podcast with your hosts, Caitlin Cromit and AJ McQuarrie. They are two entrepreneurs who speak to other entrepreneurs under the age of 40 so you can learn from their successes and failures along their journeys of building businesses. 40 Under 40 podcast hopes to educate, motivate, and inspire people to pursue their dreams of starting a business regardless of age. And now, here are your hosts, Caitlin and AJ. Welcome to the 40 Under 40 podcast, folks. Happy we, New Year. We are in the new year. We are a 2022 podcast officially. <laughs> 2022. You know, like, Caitlin, I'm a little nervous to be like, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> Because oh we know God. how that went, right? I know, right? Isn't that so typical? I like set I all these goals and resolutions and I'm like, okay, I actually need to get it done this time. Are you doing <laughs> that this year? You know, I should. I should at least set some goals. Yeah. But maybe maybe our guest coming on will help us figure out what we could do. Uh, yeah, we wanted to bring him in to kick off the year with some positive energy. Yeah. And just like some uplifting spirit. We're really excited to have him on Uh, today's guest. We have Ramon Ray. So pumped. He's a leading expert on small business success. He started four companies. He sold two of them and he's authored five books. Okay. Rockstar. Uh, He's a bestselling author, global keynote speaker, and in-demand media commentator. Well, I'm pumped to ring in the new year with Ramon. Yeah, I can't wait. I've seen him on social media and I just love his vibes. Let's bring him on. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Ramon, welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's 2022. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) Imagine like the... Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Thank you both for having me. Caitlin, it's good to see you. AJ, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited deliriously to be here today. Thank you. I love the enthusiasm. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Ramon, just get us started with a little bit about you. Tell us what what you're doing now, a little bit about your background, and then then we're going to, you know, we have endless questions for you. (laughs) All right. I I have time for endless. In a nutshell, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, and I mean that by the sense of the word that I have started four company, five companies, rather. I have sold two of them. The fifth one was started two weeks ago. I've authored five books. And the fifth book was uh, authored, I don't know, a month ago, um, give or take. So that's, that is the essence of Ramon. And uh, how do I make my living? Uh, I have an agency called Smart Hustle Media, where we provide content to thousands and thousands of small business owners on one side. On the other hand, we work with very large billion dollar technology brands that serve tiny, 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 small businesses. And we produce content and events to help them. So SAP, Microsoft, Verizon, companies like that work with us uh, to produce content for them. And then Ramon is indeed a professional speaker. So I'm hired to go across the world, whether it's behind a lens or in a real airplane, like like a real plane and uh, entertain audiences, uh, host events or keynote, which I really love doing the most um, I love doing that. So that's the essence of what I uh, do. But uh, you love business. the energy of a keynote, I, I imagine. Yeah, I, I do. But you know, AJ, I'm getting used to the, the the quote unquote Zoom or whatever the platform is lens. It's not. It's different. Mm-hmm. But I must say, especially for a large brand paying me whatever dollars they are, three keynotes, two keynotes in a day with whatever's down here and something cool up here. 
but yes, nothing, <laughs> nothing beats though the uh, so true. in person. Keep the that. PJ pants on. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, I can just tell your energy, like you're funny. You have this great presence about you. So I'm sure that's. Yeah, I love that. Well, well. So take us back to the early days. Like you weren't always where you are now. Like tell us your journey going sure. back as far as you want to go back. Sure. Wow. Hmm. I'm going so back you were now. born. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. I was a, an X-Men experiment. <laughs> oh, wow. You were created. This is matrix <laughs> shit. Yeah. But the summary, then feel free to dive in as much as helpful for the audience. But the summary of it is, um, I was born in the Midwest, uh, two great parents. But to cut to the chase of that, I was employed for many, many years at the United Nations, um, which was a great organization, you know, the Mother Teresa of nonprofits, as it were, or whatever example you want to use. But it was a very toxic organization, toxic uh, environment that I was in, meaning that one particular office in the UN. Right. Not the whole UN, hopefully. Not the, well, that I won't, what can I say? You know, but you're like, no comment. (laughs) But they're made up of good people, right? Every organization has their problems. And that was many, many years ago. But um, I had permission to have my own side business. The UN is a quasi government entity, civil servant, you know, and usually there's some strict rules about having your own side hustle. So I had permission. Somebody was really jealous of me. And they told people and made a big stink that permission was revoked. I didn't stop my business. And so I was fired. Wow. Um, that was a, indeed. Dang. And that was a blessing in disguise because that of course. brought me here today of who I am today. So there's a lot between that. Happy to unpack it. But the short of it is worked, fired, launched five companies, talking to Caitlin and AJ today. <laughs> That's the summary of your life. That's a um, I love it. So what was the what was the business that you were starting on the side sure. at that time? Uh, I had started a couple small ones and all my businesses, I must say a side note, there's this whole thing about billion dollar companies and, and you both may know about that. And that's good. But there's this middle market for, for small businesses that are generating a few hundred thousand, a few low million. And if you're high profitability, you can live well. So that's, we can get back right. to that if you want later on. But uh, Caitlin, the first business I started was uh, a technology consulting company, just me. You know, so not, you know, I wasn't competing against, you know, whoever, but uh, Arthur Anderson, I think they were in jail or something, but whoever the... Accenture. I think that was a new name. Yes, Accenture. But uh, point being technology consulting, anybody remember like Microsoft Access front page? You go to Radio Shack, you get the plastic strips, you take off the plastic stuff, put it against the wall, you open up the sheath and put the the tent, the, the uh, what is it? Um, coaxial cable or whatever it is, the Ethernet cable inside. Oh, my gosh. oh yes. I actually see? remember this. Caitlin probably you can doesn't. see AJ's like... Those are the day. <laughs> <So>. No recollection. <laughs> Sorry. So anyways, that was the technology consulting part. You know, Microsoft Access, right? We didn't use Google Forms 20, whatever it was years ago. It was, you know, on-premise databases. So that was kind of the journey mm. I was at. Um, to answer your question, Caitlin, then I dissolved that business. It was family, computer, consulting, services. I went to like the local print shop, got the cards made. Um, yeah, then the second one was a um, was smallbiztechnology.com. That was in April 1999, and I sold that business two years ago. So 20 years ago, you know, 20 years. And by the way, Caitlin and AJ, sometimes my brain moves faster than my mouth. Sometimes I get distracted. Caitlin, just clap or bring me back to the discussion if I do. So So that was smallbiztechnology.com. That was my second business. And I sold that 20 years ago to the date, two years ago. Um, And then I had an event business that was Small Business Summit bringing together hundreds and hundreds of business owners uh, and an event business bought that. And then today I have Smart Hustle Media, which I still run at smarthustle.com. And then the new one is called Zone of Genius, but it's fledgling. It's only on paper. 
in the back of my head, but I hope to, I will build a media company around the zone of genius. Oh my goodness. I'm, this is incredible. You just have so many, like you're just starting businesses. Like people just, you know, start a new meal. I don't know. I don't know what it goes down to. Serial entrepreneurship for sure. Yeah. That's so amazing. So, so I guess when you first started this first company, when you were at the UN and you know, what was that spark like for you? Was it like, I don't want to be working for anyone else. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Like where, where did that come from? I guess. Sure. I think I didn't know then, Caitlin, what I was doing, what it was called. You know, I wasn't reading Inc. or EO or Vistage or what are the things sure. that we do, 40 under 40. You know, these things, I'm sure they were there, but not as much as it is today. But two things happened. And in hindsight, I now know that I have the buzz of entrepreneurship because unfortunately, like many entrepreneurs, you know, who don't follow Gino Whitman's traction, I have a whole bookshelf I can show you. I'm the visionary. I must say, anybody hearing, by the way, anybody listening to the sound of my voice, if you are the, what do you call it, the integrator? Integrator versus visionary, yep. I would love to talk to you, really, because that's my challenge, Caitlin and AJ, I'm telling you right now. But see, I haven't forgot what you asked me. Oh, yes. So uh, somebody said, Ramon, I need help with my computers. Can you help me? And then he happened to be the, like the ticket agent. Ticket agent, for those who don't know, is a human being who gives you carbon copy tickets that you get on an airplane 20 years ago. So get out of town. There's no way. (laughs) Real thing. They would bring you carbon copy tickets. So, but anyhow, he had a need. He had three computers in his office unconnected. And that was kind of the start of me figuring out how to upgrade hard drives. Now we have Dropbox, how to fix the fans on a computer. Now you just throw it in the garbage like a disposable razor. But that was the start (laughs) of my technology company. (laughs) And why, what got you interested in tech in particular? Because you went from tech to these other companies. What was it about? technology that or was it just that guy asking you for help both in a way and i must say that keep in mind they are similar similar ish the it technology it company small biz technology small business summit so i still have that tech nerdiness about me um yeah but i I think that's just maybe genetics i don't know where that came from my father was an electrician but you know the whole nurture versus nature discussion I think I just happen to be the technical type of person loving screwdrivers, figuring things out. That's me. You know, I can pass. Some people like pass by a mall. I bet Caitlin and AJ like, oh, look at those shoes. Me, I'm like, oh, how is the LED spinning the shoe while the music is playing? I'm not even looking at the shoe. Okay. That's Mm. just how your brain works. How things work. Solving problems. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So take us. So where are you from? Let's get down to the basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a, a mixed up mixed up life in a good way. Born in the Midwest, state of Ohio, but much of my existence has been raised in the New York area, Brooklyn. And okay. then I've lived in the vacation capital of the world. Everybody comes here for vacation. People don't go to Seattle. They don't go to Hawaii. They don't go to Puerto Rico. They don't go to Austin. They go to New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh my God, you're <laughs> so right. I've been dreaming of going to New Jersey. It's on my bucket list. See, <laughs> but Kate was like, she couldn't afford it. The beaches were too good. The the villas were too nice. The sun. I settled for Hawaii. You know, yeah. it's like next time. <laughs> oh, that's I love it. Yeah, you did say you were from the Midwest. I apologize. Yes. No problem. Um, that okay. Wow. I so much so much here. So okay, you you went on. You started your businesses. So can you talk us through um, fast forwarding a little bit sure. to to selling your first business? What was that like? Did you know you wanted to sell it? How did you sell it? What I guess, what's the process for sure. that? Yeah. And I must say, I'll answer the question 
in a, in, a, in a roundabout way, but I will get to the point. Today, I'm building my business, this one I've tried a lot smarter, with an exit. I even though I hate to use that word because you think you're some big, cool, you know, <laughs> million-dollar venture. I mm-hmm. But, you know, AJ, you know, so, you know, but I do plan to exit it, I hope, to build it to something that's sellable in X cool. number of years. So okay. that's for sure. But the first two, Caitlin, no, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about it. So the first one was a small biz technology. Well, I sold the small business summit first. Um, and that was where another uh, company, maybe Blog World, some, many people listening may not know him, but Blog World kind of a dated blogging company, Guy Kawasaki, you know, back in the day when he was big stuff. Sorry, Guy, you still are big stuff, but you know what I mean? <laughs> so he's definitely way, listening. Yes. The investor of Canva, just to put some fun in context, that's Guy Kawasaki for oh, those who don't know. Oh, him. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. You see, it's nice. Yeah. Investor and co-founder, whatever of Canva, the, I think they're based in down under somewhere. Point is. Love Canva. So, yes, indeed. Canva's awesome. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, so I, I was talking to a friend and just, I think I, you know, I wanted some cash, was tired of doing it, uh, whatever it was. And so he's like, Hey, a buddy of mine can buy your business. Sorry. So that's small biz technology.com. I'm mixing things up. So that was small biz technology. So that's another person who buys websites, by the way. And that's a whole other podcast, but there's people out there who buy websites and turn them into profit. Um, then my event company, Sorry, that was the blog world. They saw what I was doing. They're like, Ramon, we can buy this, take it off you and expand it and grow it. So Caitlin, really at the time, I wasn't thinking of exiting and the words we use now, valuation. I just created something that I had a passion for and somebody saw it and said, hey, could you sell it? That's what happened. And was there any inkling of like, no, I don't want to sell it. This is mine. Not really, because another thing about me personally, Caitlin, again, as we're helping the audience here, you know, I think everybody has to know who they are and what they do. And I can't think of anything that I have right now. I hope this is not bad, Caitlin. If it's bad, tell me. I'd love to be help from you on your podcast. I can't think of anything that I have a passion for except for people and my craft on stage. So the mm-hmm. assets I create, no, I, I, I like them. I enjoy them, but they're assets. And that, this doesn't mean that I don't like the Smart Hustle community. I'm glad what I built, but you know what, what nobody can take away and what I'll never sell? is Ramon. So Ramon will always um, probably be, be that person somewhere out there yeah. doing something. You're the brand. Um, yes. I love it. Okay. Interesting. So can you talk about your current business and the model that you have? Sure. Yeah. So Smart Hustle Media, I bought the domain uh, six or so years ago, bought it on my American Express card. I paid several thousand dollars for it. Wow. I always forget. Yes, indeed. Wow, indeed. And I have to remember, was it 7,000 or 15,000? Some huge number for me it was but I made a bet. So I bought the domain Smart Hustle. And I was thinking of, could I do Smart Hustler, Hustler Smart, all kinds of names. And all my friends are like, Ramon, no. If Smart Hustle is available, buy it. And from that, put a site together, kind of leverage the brand Ramon from small biz technology. Because what I didn't want, AJ and Caitlin, I was tired of being the technology guy. You know, oh, our printer now, it no longer prints eight pages per minute. It prints eight and a half pages per minute. Can you cover that? <laughs> oh, we went from battery-operated mouse to water-fueled mouse. Cover that on small biz technology. I was like, really? It, it's, it's, I'm not, I don't want to be the CNET or tech crunch of tech, if you get where I'm going. So I was just tired of that. So that's why I said, let me morph into being more entrepreneurial. And hence, I bought Smart Hustle, started adding content there. We have a team of five. And we're humming along as a little agency. So, uh, but that was that was the genesis of that, Caitlin, the small biz technology morphing to uh, wanting to move away and then launching Smart Hustle. The model for Smart Hustle is, is relatively simple. On one hand, it's a gateway of Ramon Ray. 
So I get a lot of speaking gigs and things through that. On the other hand, we are a agency. I have a team. So I can sell and somebody else can, you know, it's a scalable business, take care of the rest. And so we, we uh, produce a lot of content on there throughout the week, but then brands see that and say, hey, Ramon, can we pay you X number of dollars to have an article on three ways for better financing brought to you by MasterCard or whatever it may be. That's what we do. Okay. This is great. So content marketing, let's talk about this with our audience sure. for a minute. So you post content, what are you posting? Articles, videos, and then what's the plan? Are you, are you, are you placing ads on this content? What Walk us through that exactly, sure. how it leads to a sale. Sure. We need to get better at it. And there's two different ways. For us, a lot of our brand partners are not looking necessarily for clicks or traffic. To get that, they can just buy Facebook ads, Google ads. They can buy Super Bowl ads. They don't need us. You know, Etsy, Wix, 99designs. They got money for the big brand play. But they have a small budget set aside for influencer marketing. And that's the bucket I fall into because where it's the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, these bigger brands, they wouldn't be called influencer marketing side, but I'm a smaller niche publication. So they have a small budget set aside for 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, $15,000 campaigns. That's where we fit in. So they come right to us because our name is known. It's a Ramon, can you produce this content? Now, regarding the content marketing side, which is a kind of a separate angle. What we do is uh, I have an editorial team. We have writers. Um, so I'll give you an example of how I do our podcast. Maybe that's a good example. I do the podcast and there's many ways to do it. I send it to Rev, rev.com transcribes it. From Rev, I can use an agency called Content Fly or send it to a writer to make a good article on it. We post that. I have a social media manager who rips that apart and shares it socially. And that's our little funnel. Then we have an email list that it goes to automatically anything posted to Smart Hustle automatically goes to our email list every Sunday at three. And then on Thursdays at 2 p.m., I have an email that goes out automatically because I've pre-written a lot of the content that goes out as well. So I hope that wasn't confusing. If it was, I can say it all over again. No, it makes a lot of sense. So if someone's out there listening and they're like, yeah, but I don't have a list. I don't have a lot of followers. I don't, what do you say to them to get started? Because content marketing is where it's at. Absolutely. If I, here's what I say to them. Whatever follower account you have right now, Write it down. Not you, AJ and Caitlin, but those listening. Okay. I'll write it down. I'm going to wait here until you write it down. Okay. Do, good. Do, do, down. Do. Good. We'll so. put in the Jeopardy song right now. Yes. So write it down. Write that number, fold it, put it in an envelope and put, put, put a rack on it. Ramon, AJ and Caitlin rack and put today's date, whatever it's seriously. Now, if you, this is, these are celebrity CEO um, uh, tips from my book, celebrity CEO. If you're frequent, if you produce the content to a relevant audience, you serve their needs and answer their questions. My friend, Marcus Sheridan has a book. They ask, you answer, right? I'm not showing you my own book. These are other books. They ask, you answer. He answered every question people ask him. If you do that, Caitlin and AJ, your follower account will grow. It can't help it because the search engines and the algorithms, they like that stuff. So my point is, whatever number you have now, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on your blog, whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, I don't care. If you determine today, whenever you hear my voice, to start producing a lot of content, we can get to the nitty gritty of what that means, but for sake of this discussion, a lot of content, put some graphics together, do video, meme, use hashtags, all the stuff that we can get into, you know, if you want. But point is you do all that, you do that for three to six months, I promise you, your number will grow. And if it doesn't, the first person to connect with AJ or, or Caitlin, I will buy you lunch. Wow. 
Oh my god, sorry, my my roof. <laughs> I thought you were nervous about having to buy people lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just heard something fall on my roof. Oh. It like freaked me out. It was probably um, somebody listening to us talk about this, and they're probably like jumping up. <laughs> they're like running, like me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, tell us about your book. I know you just threw it in there briefly, but what is it about? When did you write it? How did you write it? Had yeah, why did you write it? Yeah, good point. And, and there's two different stories which would be of great help for, for those listening. So one is celebrity CEO. And that's really all about how to be a celebrity in your target market, personal branding. And there's two principles for celebrity CEO. One, ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. It's infectious. If I smile at AJ, those who are listening to the audio or I don't know if this video, point is I smile at AJ, he can't help smile back either because I'm an idiot or because he can't help a smile. Can't help it. Caitlin, same thing. Just can't help it. It so, worked. It worked. See? Ask for a smile before you ask for a sale. Instead of me saying, Caitlin, can you buy my pen? Caitlin, can you buy my book? Caitlin, can you buy my water bottle? Caitlin, can you buy, 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 buy? Asking, asking, asking. It's first just to the point that's making is just to get to know Caitlin. How are you? Mm, What's going on? How can beautiful. I serve you? Right? John Jantz, duct tape marketing. No Other agenda up front. Exactly. Or, or you may have it, but you're a little softer with it. You know what I mean? Right. So, yes, correct. Um, and so that's, that's one point. And two... Instead of trying to get people to buy from you, make a sale, you're building a community of fans that you nurture to the sale. So going back to Caitlin, I've smiled at her in, in this metaphorical sense. Hey, got to know it could be blogging, memes, whatever it is. We're cool now. She trusts me in some way. Now, don't buy from me, Caitlin. Just keep liking it. Keep re retweeting it. Comment on it. She's in my fan base. And let's say I'm selling, the only thing I can grab, black water bottles. Trust me. Three months from now, Caitlin's on the beach in the vacation cap of the world, Hawaii, and she's looking, I need a black water bottle. Ramon's the black water bottle guy. Dumb example, right. but you get my point. So that's that's book one, Celebrity CEO, if that was helpful. I love the title, Celebrity CEO, because I think it it's empowering. It's like you are the celebrity CEO in your market. Yes. So uh, uh, imposter syndrome is something all of us deal with. Uh, you seem super confident. It's like, but is this something that you've struggled with yourself? Yeah, I struggle with it probably right now. Wondering, am I adding value? Am I speaking too fast? Am I leaving enough? Am I serving this audience? Really? So I think I think it's a real thing. We say it so much, it seems like yeah, whatever. But it's real. And for those who and, and I and I know this because I have uh, son. If you're listening to this, I apologize. But I talk about this with my son. <laughs> he struggles kind of with this and things. And here's the point. Some of us, you know, God's given us that gift to be more bravado, more confident. That's me. I suffer with other things. I'm not very analytical. I'm not good at math. You know, so I, I have challenges as well. But that's one gift I have. So for those who maybe suffer, you know, listen, really, can I say this? Get a coach. Get a mentor. Hang around people that can uplift and support you. Get rid of what your mama told you. You're fat. You're stupid. You'll never, and even as I say those words, I, I, I feel myself beginning to cry. You'll never amount to anything. Mm. Why are you, what? These are often, John Acoff, I'm pulling up so many books, I'm going to crowd my desk. John Acoff's book, Soundtracks, talks about that quite a bit. Getting rid of those thoughts in our head, right? Mm. So I'm not saying yeah. all of it's from childhood, but a lot of that we suffer today, uh, AJ, is those things we hear, you're not, you know, AJ failed once, Caitlin failed once, Ramon failed several times. You get what I mean. So my point is yeah. though, you got to move on. You got to go beyond it. And so it's hard, AJ. Imposter syndrome is a real thing. But my thing is this, if you've been doing something for several years, if you're relatively good at something, 
you are better than probably half the population who's just half decent about it. If that makes sense, what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. right? Oh, one is greater than zero. Think about it. True. I love that. Can't what a great book that. title. Yeah, it's so good. Has so has it? Did you write it with the thought of like, oh, this this will help grow my business? What was the purpose behind writing it? Has it helped grow your business? Like, yeah. yeah. What it is, and and I'll remind me, I can talk to you about my most recent book, Grow Your Solo. That has a story behind it. I can unpack how and why I did it. Yeah. Yeah. But for celebrity CEO, really, people, one of the things I'm known for, I guess, and and I wasn't trying to orchestrate it, but I'm pretty good at personal branding. You know, I've been on TV and a lot of podcasts and radio and a a thought leader. Um, uh, You know, whatever reason, people just like the style or because I'm out there a lot. So people said, Ramona, how do you do it? And that was my principle sharing with them, be be the personal brand. Be the celebrity CEO of your industry. You're in fashion, you're a podcaster, you're a designer, a consultant, whatever you want to be, overwhelmingly content, overwhelmingly content, and your name will be out there. How AJ and I connected, right? It was not directly like this, but through social media, people are watching. That's true. Totally. So talk a little bit more about personal branding. You said you were on a lot of podcasts and shows and how did you did that all on your own or did you hire a PR company? How did that work? I have, so that's the other thing. And by the way, I have, I've never been on a podcast as good as the AJ and Caitlin podcast. This by far <laughs> in the world, according to, where is it? According to Fox, CNN, MSNBC, and Harvey Business Review, this by far is the best. That's for sure. We're yeah. taking that quote, you realize we're putting on our website. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> But really, you guys, are, you guys are a ball of fun and smart people. And I, 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 I enjoy being here and sharing with your audience. So thank you again. Um, uh, and AJ, you know what I'm going to tell you, AJ, right? I'm going to tell you that your question you just asked me just fell out of my brain. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's gone. No he worries. We'll edit it. Uh, PR. <laughs> oh, you can keep it in. Keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more authentic. <laughs> yeah. uh, P- PR, how did you kind of build oh, your yeah. personal brand? That's right. And you said, did I hire? Yes, yes. So I have hired some and I think it can work. I've been on Fox News with Maria Bartiroma. That was a guy I hired who had the inside wow. track because that's what agencies do, the relationship. I've been on live many times. So that, as, as we're teaching and helping others, paid, uh, well, not paid advertising, but paid PR, where you have to have the fee, it's expensive. It does work. Or let me rephrase. It can work. Be careful. So that's one. But a lot of what I've done, I must say on my own, I didn't always get on broadcast news and all that. But there's a number of, you, you do podcasts, I do podcasts, right? There's bloggers, there's podcasts, there's LinkedIn, Facebook Lives. There's a whole network of people that have, whether smaller audiences or big, that you have something to share. You have a message that can make an impact to somebody else. So yeah, I've done that many times. And I think part of it, AJ and Caitlin is, A, because I'm out there. I'm always producing my own content so people see me. It's focused on usually small business entrepreneur or something like that. And I'd like to think that that I've had a little bit of training, some cachet to communicate in sound bites, which is kind of endearing when you're being interviewed. So mm. for those out there who want to do it, you're probably the expert expert at it that I can't help you, but just maybe get a bit of media training. So when Caitlin says, so can you tell us, you know, tell us about what personal branding is? Well, when I was a kid, me and my grandmother went, no, she didn't ask you to talk for 40 minutes about it and go back to history. That's what I would say. Okay. Really quickly, uh, communicating in sound bites is very powerful. Any like one or two tips on that? If somebody doesn't have a budget to hire a media trainer, make it juicy, make it memorable and try to talk in threes. Mm, oh, you just you did. Just <laughs> question threes. He's 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 a pro, folks. <laughs> Love it. 
Um, so I guess what advice would you give to someone who's like, okay, I don't know what to write content on. Let's say they're just starting out. They want to become an entrepreneur, but they're not really sure like what that entails. How do they, how do they come up with what, what content they're going to be producing and where they go, where they go from, you know, starting from nothing to someone like you, who's built five businesses and, and sold them, et cetera. Sure. Well, I have a long way to go. Thank you. I have a lot to learn from Caitlin and AJ, but thank you. I, re- I received that. Thank you. Uh, since I'm the guest, I'll, I'll accept that. Thank you. But I think there's a few things and, and I'll answer it two different ways because starting the business for those who are trying to do that, one angle that I'll address and, and with content. But when you're starting a business, I think the, the reason I'm struggling here because I want to be careful what I say and how I say it. Many people it's, are experts at what they do. But I wonder, do they have the mental stamina? And again, I'll quote Gary Vee again, to get punched in the face over and over again and get back up. Right. Okay, right? I, I, I lost the money. The, the, the line of credit didn't work. The idea I had thought, I've been there. I'm sure you both have been there. So my point being is that that's important. And then a second, Marie Forleo, I'm pulling out all my books today. Marie yeah, Forleo's book, um, <laughs> everything is figure outable, right? Everything is figure outable. Execution's tough. Execution is not easy. And sometimes we can be our own worst enemy as I am. I've made mistakes in business. I'm still making them. But there's no excuse to say, I don't know the difference between the S Corp and an LLC. Oh, I don't know how to get bank financing. Come on, all that stuff. I don't know how to pitch to a VC. Right. You Google that that stuff and you'll be on there. (laughs) That's all out there. Yeah, that's so true. Wow. This is I had, so I had another question. Oh, yeah, oh this is my question. I was like, where did my question go? It just left my brain like like they do for you sometimes. <laughs> it's probably because um, it's it's you you have to put a mask on or something, probably. It's probably getting to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rubbing off on me. Um, so you say that your passion is, you know, speaking, keynoting. What is your current keynote that that is out there? right now that you're really passionate about and you, and you want to keep going, do you have a bunch of different topics? Do you really stick to one at a time or what's your for that? Sure. Here's three things that I'm learning about, uh, Caitlin, three things. One, I realized the brands I work with are probably not hiring me for what I'm saying. They're not, there's enough people who can talk about what I talk about better than I can mm. I mean, more in, more in depth than I can, but what they're hiring me for is how I say it. Mm-hmm. So the brands I work with and the niche I have These are brands, quote unquote, with boring technology. Hi, we're from Brand X. We have the AI data data SQL solution, which is going to the Metaflop Metaverse cloud. And it's indexed in the cloud at 500 gigabytes per minute. And we're going to an asynchronous synchronous (laughs) communication method. Now, if you're VC funded and you have to pitch, you have to do the... Oh, father. Yeah, you're asleep. <laughs> you know, I'm exaggerating. We're having some fun here. But, you know, the the product managers are selling, you know, like the microphone. I'm looking at AJ. We're from company X. We have a, so my point is where I fit into my niche is making whatever they're talking about come to life, mm. igniting the audience, exciting the audience, doing Q and a, seeing people in a chat online. That's what I do very well. So that's one. As far as the keynote, what I talk about, it's what we talked about today. The, the really thing that I do well is the marketing stack, how to leverage social media, how to build your personal brand and the aspect of attract, sell, wow, driving people to this aspect of what the perfect customer life cycle is. That's Ramon Ray's jam. But have I talked about things like bringing humanity to technology? I developed a brand new keynote in a few days and, and did a 30 minute keynote, bringing humanity to technology like I was a TED talker, but I'm not. So. That's my gift, if I answered the question properly. 
Yeah, no, you more than answered the question properly. I love it. I'm curious because you are just like, I, we don't do video on our podcast, but we get to see you. So we're lucky and we get to see this ball of energy and enthusiasm and like incredible aura that you give off. And I'm curious, this is sort of like a more personal question, but okay. like, do Bring you it. find that you as Ramon Ray in business reflect, are you like the same guy in your personal life, like with your friends, or do you feel like you have to turn it on? Or I guess what's that balance? I'm curious, like if you're just out with friends, you know, at a bar or restaurant or something, like, are you also this like amazingly enthusiastic, energetic person? I'd like to think though, besides, and I'll be very transparent, besides family, I have an adult daughter and I have a wife. Listen, I could be a better husband. I can be a better father. I'm a good one. They'll say I'm great, but meaning I have some edges and things I can do better in, in my home. Everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to, I don't, you know, we're helping everybody. So that I have, but I must say, yes, friends and and family and all those things. Kaylin, I have a fast laugh. I love having a good time. I'm a prankster, but not mean (laughs) I'm a joker. That is me. Yeah, that's me. I, I, I like, I hopefully not life of the party, like arrogantly, you know, but I don't, I don't, I don't mind serving and seating to others, but meaning, yeah, I like to have fun. Anything I'm doing, it's gotta be fun. It's gotta be yeah. laughter quick. And let's just have, let's not, let's take our work seriously, but not take ourselves too seriously. And you've probably heard people say that before. That's kind of my DNA, how I roll. Others are different, but I must say the, the opposite side of that, Caitlin, if I may, is that also have to be careful because I can make mistakes quickly. I can, Caitlin could come in right. and say, hey, I had a terrible time at work. Okay, that's okay, Caitlin, let's go. Wait a minute, Ramon. Did you hear what Caitlin just said? Oh, that's Caitlin. Mm, sorry. You know, so yeah. I'm just sharing. You're just, yeah, totally. Yeah, there's the flip side. Yeah, because I, I, just, I just wonder because, you know, there's like actors and talk show hosts that you're like, you see them on TV and you're like, oh my God, you're such a sweet, funny person. And then people off the screen say that they're kind of jerks. <laughs> Not saying you're a jerk, but like, I understand. He no, is a jerk. You know, I'm just kidding. You know, my daughter says, and I was so honored to, to your point. My daughter said we were at the, at the Gaylord uh, um, uh, hotels. If people don't know, Gaylord is a division of Marriott that has like the big, anybody, you guys know, have you been in Gaylord? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I love mean, the the one in, um, uh, uh, okay. Now I forgot where it was. What, what part of the West or East Coast? Which, uh, it was, oh my God. I can't was it Denver? remember where Denver? it was. Denver? I think it was in Denver. DC. Yeah. They have, mm-hmm. they have Nashville. They have, what the point is. Nashville. So we were there. Where? Sorry. I think it was the Nashville one. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. No problem. So my point is, we are at the Gaylord Hotel and my daughter said, Dad, everybody who passes by, you have to tell them, have a good day. So meaning that's, especially the cleaning staff, you know, they work, they're paid the least and they work the hardest, which unfortunately that's just how it rolls, right? Those of us who have the idea of visionaries, we make the risk. You hire people to fill in. The point is, as they'd pass by, thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for cleaning up this mayonnaise on the floor. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Okay. So just a quick follow-up and then I have another one after this. How has, how do you think your personality and your bubbly energy, how much has that helped you grow your business? And is that something that people, you know, listening and if they're trying to start off in a business, is that something they should really work on and hone in? There's two things. I think what I lack and what I wish I had a bit more was I, I not say everybody has to be serious, but this is often how it is, the seriousness of strategy, in-depth thought. Let's think about it, Bob. Let's think about it, Melissa. Let's build that billion dollar brand. Let's be cutthroat. You know, let's be, you know, there's that, right? We read about it. I pull another book, you know, and Guy Raz is right, how I built this, right? So there's that side that's not me. 
But as somebody told me, Ramon, happiness and joviality will take you far. So I do right. think so. I recall one of my clients was a PayPal and they called me and said, Ramon, um, do you need to go first class to from New Jersey to Florida? Now, I said, no, it's like a two second flight, literally about two, three hours. It just was so short. I'm like, no, it's silly. Yeah, that would be silly. Right. And then other clients have said, Ramon, your joy to work with. So yeah, AJ, I'd like to think, I'm not saying it's everything, but I do think all of us, right? Another book I'll pull out here, Happier Now, right? By Natalie Kogan, being happy. I think I think my stack is like, I'm going to have to move my, my uh, camera. I'm going to block I, your face soon. Exactly. It'll be rising, rising, rising. But I, but I do think it goes far, AJ. I think that, so those who are listening, Every, I can't be AJ. AJ can't be me. I can't be Caitlin. Caitlin cannot be me. But I do think taking the three of us here, right, as we're in this discussion, we can learn a bit from each other. So maybe Caitlin will say, you know what? I, I'm just teasing Caitlin. I don't know you, but Caitlin may say, you know what? Maybe I do need to be more chill and a bit more happier. She can <laughs> learn that from me. True. I, I may look at Caitlin and say, you know what, man? I wish I could be pause a little bit more in my decisions. I'm still going to be me, but I would. AJ may look at Caitlin and say, you know what, man, I wish I was more empathetic. I wish I wrote more thank you cards. So what I'm trying to express is that I'm me, but since, since I'm here on the, on your show, yes, the lesson to others, I think being happy, laugh a little faster. Don't don't be so offensive, you know, don't be, or offended. I think that goes a long way. People notice it. Yeah. Don't be so uptight. Yeah. So it's a great point. So this is kind of leading to my next question. And it's what you brought up earlier with traction. I also read the book. There's the visionary, the integrator. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? And you said you were searching for an integrator. You're clearly the visionary. So how do you do that? How do you find those folks who compliment you? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, one is taking an assessment test for sure. Like me and my son, who's 26, he lives in Europe right now. Uh, he moved there a few years ago. Love brought him there. Um, so he's there. But, um, yes, indeed. But my point is, he's so different than me. He's more deep thought, methodical. He asks a ton of questions. So at times, now we love each other. And we talk several times a week. But in a good way, we clash often. No hard fight, but like we, we rub like, dad. I need to know these 47 answers before I can question, before I can answer, right? right. So, um, but I think sometimes I think the best way you to find it maybe is serendipitously, people come to you. Now you can hire for it, take assessment tests. But I think for me, I must say my journey, I have a great executive assistant. Her name is Jamie and she's my online business manager as it were, OBM, depending on the word. She's a baller. Yeah, she's a ninja. So <laughs> she helps with that way, me build the vision of Smart Hustle. But indeed, as we grow, Maybe we need to add more people who can be that kind of COO-ish. It depends on how big I get. But right, right now, I do have that to a degree. And what I meant was sometimes I wish I had like a project manager so Jamie can focus on the Ramon Ray brand and somebody else can help us build other things. That's kind right. of what So what happens with you, Ramon, when you maybe hit a rut or you're feeling kind of down or frustrated, unmotivated, what do you do? Because it seems like, you know, judging by how we're talking to you right now, that never happens. But of course, everyone's got to hit a a block of the road, maybe go through some sort of failure or anything like that. Like, how do you get past that? What, What are your techniques? Yeah. I happen to be a person of faith. So my, my, my faith does come into being, I'm a Christian. So that goes half the audience may not, nobody may be, but since you asked, that's for me, what works for me, that's one. So I have to acknowledge God in that. I think too, I do have some tools, uh, Caitlin, is that in tools by mean, it happens probably several times a month. And if I talk longer about it, 
I'll probably cry right now. I feel, you know, Caitlin, you ever had that when you could feel the cry at your pinky toe? It's not up to your chest yet, but yeah. you feel the cry coming. You know, you, <laughs> you coming. So, yeah. You, so that's how I feel now, meaning as I talk about it. But I think that I felt that way. You know, whether this tool or, or meaning this tech tool is not working, y'all probably been there. WordPress, I'll mention that because that's the biggest one. WordPress is, oh, it's not working oh quite right or whatever, right? <laughs> so I think that's two. And you just have to get out of it. I, I know that I have to feed my family. I know that I have people counting on me. Danelle Delgado, great voice. If people don't know her, just Google her name, Danelle Delgado. She says, who loses if you don't win? And that rings in my brain Ooh. a lot. Yeah, see what I'm like saying, that. brother? See? That's brilliant because it's no longer about you. That's right. So that helps my point. So to answer the question, yeah. And generally, I'm a glass half full, happy person, Caitlin. But I do have those times where either I, I wish I could be farther ahead. Maybe I should have had more money. One thing that annoys me, Caitlin, is I haven't started to save and prepare for retirement as it were, you know, retirement as it were, um, soon enough. So I'm frustrated like, man, I wish I could, um, pardon me, had uh, save farther ahead. So that's, I think about that. If that's helpful, I just like to be transparent because to your point, everything's yeah. not all Pollyanna and woo. No, no I, got, totally. I got some serious issues that I think about from time to time. Yeah. So can you talk about some of your failures then? You've had five businesses. I'm sure they all weren't like roses and like flowers. Like what happened? <laughs> Tell us and, and how you how you overcame that. Yeah, I think that because now, so I, I did something today um, called um, uh, decision making. By the way, anybody listening, if you DM me on Instagram, the word decision. I hope it's decision, decision. Yeah, decision. I'll DM you some of the notes that I shared uh, this morning. But the point being is that, um, uh, so the, the, the one, I dissolved. Two, I sold. And two, I'm running right now, actively. One just started. So, but what I what I haven't mentioned, AJ, is I have done, tried to start a lot of projects. And I don't even have a name for them because they haven't grown to company size. But I've lost money. Spent 10000 on this, 50000 on this, trying to expand my event company to the West Coast. I lost money. Been in a room for like, it felt like it wasn't, but it felt like 10 million people and two people showed up. AJ and Caitlin, that's not funny. That's not funny having your sponsors there. Oh, it's eight o'clock, Ramon. Huh? <laughs> that's like you want to crawl under a carpet. <laughs> yeah. So I've been there. Yes, there's been things like that that I've done that haven't worked out. And I think that as Dave Ramsey says in his uh, Tennessee drawl, what we try to do is not make fatal errors. We just try to make error, non-fatal errors. So that's been kind of what I've tried to do sometimes. Those are Southerners. Forgive me. I'm having fun. I wasn't mocking you. I was just trying to have some fun <laughs> with the Southern accent. Remember, we're not trying to be too offended. <laughs> um, I love it. Okay. So a question that we always ask, and you sort of have touched on this a little bit, like earlier on, um, in one of the questions that we asked, but we, we like to ask our guests, whether you believe that entrepreneurs are born or bred, if you can become an entrepreneur or are you born this way? Well, there's only one answer. I mean, that's, that's, we, we both know what the answer, we all know what the answer is, right, Caitlin? I mean, there's only one answer, right? Do tell. I, mean, I will, but I was making sure we agreed. That you <laughs> I mean, we know the right answer. It's that black and white. Yes. <laughs> Although they're we born, have had both, we, we've had both answers. No, they're born. It or not. That's a given. They're born. <laughs> they're born. Yeah. Now you can have traits. You can learn things. And, and I'm half joking, but you're right. It, it's mixed. But I, I, the reason I say they're born in a way, because I think is resiliency born or bred? Is getting up again born or bred? Mm -hmm. Is the quick innate ability to figure things out some way born or bred? Is like that, nature versus or nurture. experienced. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. So in that case, that's why I would give it. And I'd say kind of half bred, you know, so half that came out wrong. Half bred. Interesting. Half born. But anyways. Yeah. But you're right. Experience can build it for sure. I guess I just meant at the deep core. Let's take an example of me being analytical in an inclination to math. Does that mean, AJ or Caitlin, that I couldn't take some, you know, schooling, brush up on my math, maybe some things I struggled with as a child and be a mathematician? I, I could. Because anybody can do anything. But I do think all of us, and not genetically like race or anything like that, but I think brain-wise, I think God's made us inclined to do certain things. I don't know Caitlin or AJ, but I bet Caitlin can do things just innately like, boom, she's in her zone of genius. Kick AJ's butt, I'm guessing. And right. I bet AJ has some things that he just in his drive that to him, he's like, Caitlin, what's up, girl? Duh. Right. That's just So hence my point being, I that's why I say born because once you have enough of those stacked, entrepreneurship comes a little easier. Doesn't mean anybody can't do it, but it just becomes that ability, you know, to, to just hustle and get it done. And it takes yeah. a few skills. So. Totally. Well, we have so many more questions. Uh, we are running out of time here. Since it is the new year. I know it flew. <laughs> let's talk about goal setting real quick. Any tips, any advice for, you know, setting goals and reaching them? Do you yeah. have any things you've been doing? You must few things I'll say in this, I'll talk about a second project I did called Grow Your Solo. Grow Your Solo is a, 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 a self book that I did, a thin little pamphlet, Grow Your Solo, okay? And I show that because I was thinking of how can I start fast and fail fast? We've heard this many times, start fast and fail fast, right? That was a project where I said, you know what? I have an audience of people that continually ask Ramon, how do you grow a solo business? How do you grow a solo business? So I said, like celebrity CEO, right? Other things I'm sharing, let me put that pen to paper. So I started typing out, Got a team to help me, and hence, Grow Your Solo was birthed. Put, went to Audacity, read it. You know, I didn't do the fancy Audible. Put some sound effects from some soundtracks I downloaded. Got a workbook together. What I'm trying to say, Caitlin and, and, and um, AJ, is my tip for the new year. My advice for those listening, whenever you are, as Seth Godin says, just do it. When Nike says it or Seth Godin, one of them. <laughs> one's a billion-dollar company, one's a thought leader. I can't remember. Anyways, That's familiar. Either way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Or his book is what to do when it's your turn. It's always your turn. So my avoid, my advice, my point, like I've done for the things I've done, uh, AJ and Caitlin, you're going to fail. You will fall on your face. I promise you get back up and keep going. That's my tip. Uh-huh. I love it. And I wow. think that really works into like our advice for young entrepreneurs. So I think that's a beautiful way to wrap up, even though we have so many more questions that we didn't get to, but this is so typical for us. We're like 40 minutes goes by in like an instant. So thank if you. If you go to CaitlinAJ.com and pay $99, you can get the after, you know, whatever. <laughs> You'll get the behind the scenes VIP exclusive no. version. Thank you, Caitlin, for having me. Thank you, AJ, for having me. Y'all are amazing humans. I can feel the warmth and, and how you like to serve your community. So thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here on your show. And where can people find you, Ramon? Sure. If they go to smarthustle.com, they can download for free, for free, for free, some tips on being the celebrity CEO or tips on growing their solo business. Best place to go is smarthustle.com. Love it. Doing it. Going there now. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ramon. We really Thank appreciate you, having Ramon. you. All right. Well, I'm inspired to make this new year uh, celebrity CEO. Keyword. Yeah, I love it. I love like the whole celebrity CEO thing. It makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> I know I got some branding work to do, but, um, he's just such a ball of fire. I love him. Yeah. What a great time. I hope he yes. comes back too. I know. <laughs> One of our many comebackers. 
<laughs> so good. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're all ready to conquer 2022. <laughs> yeah. Happy 2022, y'all. See you soon. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the 40 Under 40 podcast with Caitlin Cromit and AJ McQuarrie. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.